I'd like to start out this video by saying thank you for watching this video. Thank you for watching our YouTube channel. We've now had over 1 million views on YouTube. Please take a minute to subscribe to our YouTube channel and also to share our YouTube channel with others in the industry. And so it's interesting because this whole uh, video came about because my wife and I the other night were just talking about and kind of celebrating the success of, wow, we reached a million views on YouTube. And we were just reminiscing about our old, you know, my first few videos I did and um, and way back. And you know, one of the things we talked about was building a sales team and how difficult it was uh, back at the beginning when we first started out. <clears throat> I was like full-time building a sales team for several months. And we, I'll never forget because we got our first residual check from our referral relationship that we had with the processor. And it was for the amount of 60 cents. 60 cents, less than a dollar. And I'd worked at it for probably three months, full-time, 40 hours a week. And you know, it was so funny, you know, going, well, it wasn't funny at the time, but going to my wife, you know, with like, hey, we just got our first paycheck from me spending the last three months of my life on something, 60 cents, you know? Um, now, it grew rapidly after that, of course, and you know, recruiting all these salespeople. And it turns out I really didn't have a very good deal with the processor, as I learned later on the referral side. Um, but one of the things that really did stick with me through all of that was building a 1099 sales team is time consuming, it's expensive, it's difficult. Uh, you really, really need to know what you're doing. And so today, my focus has, of course, shifted over the last three years, where now my main focus is on software and training, trying to help all the ISOs out there to be able to recruit reps and activate them, and just really trying to help more salespeople in the industry. Um, and through that process, I have found five reasons why you should not build a sales team. Five reasons why you should not build a sales team. Now, these five reasons, I hope that you're going to kind of internalize these and think about them a little bit before you jump into building a sales team, especially in this industry. Number one on my list, a 1099 sales team is not cheaper or easier than a W-2 sales team. This is the core misconception that drives almost all of the problems in the industry because if you do not have regular meetings, if you don't have occasional get-together face-to-face things, if you're not providing business cards, company emails, training courses, you know, software tools, pipeline management, if you're not providing all of these things along with coaching and mentoring and all the things you would do for employees, if you're not providing that to your 1099 sales team, basically you're just playing the numbers game and trying to recruit a lot of people, throw them up against the wall, see what sticks, and you know, see if we maybe we'll get some sales. Um, no, you're probably not gonna get very many sales because building a 1099 sales team is not any cheaper or any easier. It's still very time consuming if you do it right. And so these other four reasons are really predicated on this first one. Make sure you're not looking for the easy button because if you're like, oh, I'm going to build a 1099 sales team because it's so easy, you just hire abuse, randomly bring people on, you throw them out in the field, see what happens. If you're looking for the easy button, do not start a sales team. Number two, the more experienced, easy sales reps are gonna produce very low profit margins for you. If you're thinking about building the merchant services sales team, you might say, well, James, I understand your first point. Of course, you know, getting all these green reps that are 1099, I mean, that's really difficult. I've gotta train them and everything. So the solution is I'm gonna recruit experienced experienced merchant services sales professionals who are already doing 10, 15 deals a month, and I'm gonna bring them onto my team, that'll be easy. 
Well, there's a couple problems with that. Number one, it's not easy to recruit those types of reps or even to find them, number one. Number two, if you do recruit them, they wanna get paid a lot of money, and now you're competing with all of the mega ISOs out there with their huge residual splits and upfront bonus programs and free terminals and all of that, and so they're gonna produce really low margins if you get somebody on board that's doing 10, 15, 20 deals a month without you having to do a lot of coaching and things like that. So keep that in mind. You might think that's your solution. It's, it's probably not your solution. Number three, you personally could probably outsell your first 10 recruits. You personally can probably outsell your first 10 recruits, and that's even if you're doing it right and you're really helping them out. Here's one of the most frustrating things, and I, per I personally hit this wall myself. I mentioned at the beginning of the video the 60 cents I earned and all that. That's when I really hit this wall of like, wait a second, I built this team up that's now doing, you know, at that point we were doing about 60 deals a month, and you know, it was crazy because I'm like, wow, you know, I personally was doing like 20 deals a month when it was just me. And when I had my first 10 recruits, we were doing about 15 deals a month because I was only getting three or four of them to sell and they weren't selling that many. And I'm only getting a tiny percentage of the profit versus before when I was selling 20 deals a month, I was getting all the money from it. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. So here's the thing you need to understand about building a team. Unless you're planning to go pretty big with your team and really build a good sized team and, and go after it like a business, it's really not worth it. Because if you're like, well, I'm still gonna sell and then I'm gonna have a few reps over here on the side. The problem with that is those few reps on the side are gonna take half your time and you could probably out sell your first 10 recruits. So keep that in mind when you're looking at your business model. Make sure you're mapping this out and understanding where do I actually need to get to in order to really make money at this particular business and make more money than I would make if I was just out there selling all by myself. Number four, if you only pay for results in this industry, you probably won't get any. If you only pay for results, you probably won't get any. What do I mean by that? I personally believe that the biggest opportunity today for innovation in our segment of the payments industry is not EMV, it's not you know technology, whatever. The biggest opportunity for small to medium ISOs right now to innovate is in the area of agent compensation. Agent compensation, what do I mean by that? You basically have three options in this industry when you're paying reps. You can pay straight commission to experienced bank card reps who expect to get paid straight commission, right? So that's option A. Now you can look back to issue number two, which is that's gonna be really low margins, right? So what's your second option? Well, your second option is you can pay straight commission to newer reps coming into the industry, green reps. Now, if you do that, you have to understand that the reps you're going to attract with that straight commission are either reps who are very green, have no sales uh, experience, maybe no sales ability at all, and they weren't able to even find a quote unquote real job, so they've settled for working for you for straight commission. Or you may get some reps that again are from another straight commission industry that are coming over, but again, it kind of begs the question of why are you coming over in the first place? Now, are there some good reps in that group? Of course there are, but what I'm saying is the odds are that a very, very tiny percentage of those reps are actually gonna be really good additions to your team. Because you're paying straight commission, that just does not attract a lot of top talent from other industries who are already doing well in that industry. And people tell me this all the time, well, James, you know, but these reps that are in other industries that are on straight commission, if they're really good and they're making a lot of money, they see the opportunity. 
No, if they're really good making a lot of money, usually they stay with what they're doing because they're really good and they're making a lot of money. Now there's exceptions to the rule, of course. You know, mortgage industry, when it got regulated, we had a lot of reps come over to our industry and that stuff does happen. But I'm saying, again, I'm not trying to say there's no good reps out there. I'm saying that on average, the kind of reps you're gonna attract, the majority are gonna be reps who are very green and can't find a real job. And that's not really who you want. So what's the other option? Well, option number three is to pay for both results and work pay for results and work. Now, I'm not gonna give you a ton of specific examples here, but I'll give you a couple just quick uh, high level ideas. You know, What if you pay the reps a weekly draw of $200 for their first four weeks that came out of their upfront commission or even their residuals long term, right? What if you did that and in exchange you required them to walk into 20 businesses a day, 30 businesses a day, right? But they had that draw. What if you paid them $3 for every business they walked into that they gave your trifle brochure to, as long as they put the information in the CRM database about that business so you could spot check and make sure they're actually out there working? Because see, the big variable here is, Many of you know how to find good salespeople. I do, I think many of you do. You know how to call and find a good salesperson on the phone, even talking to them, you're like, this person knows how to sell. So what's the variable? Why are we still losing 85% of the reps to come into the industry? The reason is because they're not working. They're not going out in the field and working. Why are they not going out in the field and working? Because they have to pay their rent and they have to pay their electric bill and they have to pay their car payment. So in addition to trying to work with you, they're also still looking for a real job and they're out there trying to do anything else they can do to earn money. And so if you can fill that need and even give them just a little bit of cash and a little bit of opportunity to say, hey, there's a guaranteed $300 at the end of this week if you do X, Y, and Z, you know, that is gonna have a huge impact. So let me challenge you in that area. I think it's time for our industry to have a massive overhaul in terms of compensation specifically for green reps that come in because they don't care. They don't even know what a Schedule A is. They don't know what, they don't even understand these concepts of like everybody in the industry. Well, we do paid on activation unless you do over this amount of volume and then paid on approval and then we have residual based on your Schedule A and a green rep is like, so what do I do to make $200 this week? What do I do to make $300 this week? They have no idea what you're talking about. Simplify, make a different program, something that's gonna help them out. So that, that's number four. Finally, number five, in order to build a sales team, you have to know how to sell. What a novel concept. Several years back, uh, I was working with this ISO and building the sales team with them. And I had this sales rep that I you know, thought was really gonna do great. It was somebody who I, I knew had the sales experience in the background, but newer to this industry. And he wasn't making any sales. And so I called him up one day. I'll never forget. I actually remember even where I was driving when I had the conversation because it was such a shock to me. And I'm talking to this uh, individual and I'm like, you know, what's going on? He's like, well, I'm using this pitch. And I got this pitch from this uh, support person at the processor that I was working with. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. I was like, what, what's the pitch? He's like, well, I'm saying this and this and this. And I was like, that is the worst pitch I've ever heard well, of course you're not making any sales. That doesn't work. Like, let me explain how to do it. And so I explained another pitch to him and, and how to you know, get out there. And so I followed up with the processor and I, I, I called and I'm like, hey, I got this really weird conversation today that so-and-so in your support department was giving a opening pitch script to one of my reps and I just, maybe I misunderstood, you know, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure this person has gone out in the field and sold merchant services in the past. No, they've never made any merchant services sales, but they just really like to help out. They like to help out. And you know, and I'm just like, I was so amazed that they had this, this concept in their mind that I'll never forget what I told them. I said, I paused for a second, and then I said, 
That's like me going down to the hospital, volunteering to do heart transplant surgeries because I wanna help out. I'm gonna kill people. That's not helping. I have no idea what to, I don't know how to do a heart transplant, so I can't go do one. If somebody's never made a sale, you don't help out by giving people a sales pitch. You don't have any idea what you're talking about. Hello, how stupid is this? Well, I thought that was an isolated thing, but lo and behold, it's not. As I get out in the industry and, and you know consult for processors, many times with these ISOs, the problems that they run into, it's like, we're just not making any sales. We don't know what the problem is. And I'm like, okay. So I talk to the salespeople and I'm like, they have no idea how to sell. They don't know how to rebuttal objections. They don't know the pitch. They don't know, you know, like who's training them? Oh, well, Bob trains them. Oh, okay. So was Bob like a top sales rep? No, we hired him from the insurance industry and I don't really know how he was doing there, but we just brought him right in to start training our reps. So Bob's never made a merchant services sale? Well, I think he made one, you know, and you're like, ah, what? You know, look, if you're gonna build a sales team, you gotta know how to sell. And unfortunately, even when you do know how to sell, a lot of salespeople look at the sales team as their kind of way out of sales. No, if you want a way out of sales, go get another job in something unrelated to sales. Don't start a sales team. A sales team is like, you gotta know how to sell times 10, because now you've gotta know how to train people how to sell. You gotta go out in the field and let them watch you sell. You gotta let them listen to you on the phone and hear you sell. You're going to be sell, 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 sales every single day. And that's what building a sales team is really all about. Now, I believe in building 1099 sales teams. I think it can be incredible. I know it can be incredibly profitable. I've made tens of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars building 1099 sales teams in merchant services. And now that my focus has shifted to software and training, my goal is to help more of you build that profitable 1099 sales team. So make sure you check us out. Go to ccsalespro.com. Go to instantquotetool.com, check out the resources that we have, and feel free to email me. I would be glad to spend five or 10 minutes on the phone with you, give you some tips for free in exchange for letting me pitch you on the software and training that we have for ISOs. Just email james at ccsalespro.com. Thanks so much for taking time to watch this video. Have an awesome day and make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And please, if you enjoyed this video, share it with others in the industry.